0: Somehow we have to actually talk about the rest of the movie.
1: Oh, and not talk about how the Wizarding World is screwed forever? Yeah. We should
0: probably not do a rant about that this time.
1: Well, let's uh, start with Gellert Grindelwald getting off scot-free. Hi, I'm America.
0: No, this is Germany.
1: That's James making dumb jokes. And this is City Wave Cinema, where we watch movies and then talk about them. And today we're talking about The Secrets of Dumbledore. We left off on a little bit of a tangent about J.K. Rowling destroying everything that we love.
0: Can we take a two-second timeout to say that I did not realize you were saying your name and not a little joke about our country?
1: I thought you were making a joke about our country.
0: I was making the joke about our country because I thought you were making a joke about our country, but your name is the same name as the country. So when you were introducing you as you... I misread that as a joke about the country, and so I just, like, added a layer to it because I was like, oh, this will be a funny ha And then it wasn't because you were like, hi, my name is... And I was like, fuck this country. <laughs> Oops.
1: No more beer for you. I just been the one. It's just the one. Um, anyways. Anyways, Gellert, Gellert- Grindwald is declared... Innocent. Innocent of all accounts, charges, any past crimes, he is completely cleared of.
0: Including crimes against muggles, which is like, who are you to decide?
1: And I just wrote, what the... Because there wasn't enough evidence.
0: Yeah, right, yeah.
1: That was their reasoning, was there wasn't enough evidence.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. And I
1: wrote, what the fuck? Mm. How is there not enough evidence? Like, how is there... He's just like... He's been wanted for years so much that he had to, like, permanently disguise himself in the first movie. They already had him in jail. (laughs) Like, the Americans arrested him. He's been convicted. Like, no, cleared of everything for reasons.
0: So, so silly. So, so silly. Um... And then Kowalski's like... (laughs) Blah, blah.
1: And all I have to say about this whole sequence and just seeing the reach of Grindelwald's power.
0: Oh, it's lengthy.
1: Is that Voldemort is a little bitch. Like, how were we <laughs> even worried? <laughs> how is a wizarding world? Were we even concerned about Voldemort when we defeated Grindelwald? Dude,
0: Grindelwald has the Elder Wand.
1: Like, he has it. And not even like fake has it. Like, Voldemort kind of had it for that moment. Like, he legit fucking has the Elder Wand. It's in his power. It's, he's the chosen one right now. Like, ooh.
0: What? What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, I just realized an interesting plot device that's going to come into play later, and we'll get there at What's the end. What's
0: that? Uh, I want to know now.
1: Technically, Dumbledore bested Grindelwald in a duel, which means technically...
0: Oh, that wand's not going to behave for Grindelwald. The, the Elder
1: Wand would respond to Dumbledore now.
0: Or did Well, did he defeat him in a duel, or did they... At the end of the movie, did he defeat him in the duel, or did they draw... Because they just sort of stopped fighting.
1: That's true. We'll see. But I could see that definitely being advice kind of like the yeah, hand-wrestling yeah, yeah, yeah. elder wand nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm back now. Voldemort's a little bitch, and I don't know how we were even worried about him for half a second after Grindelwald was a thing. It doesn't make sense. Um, Because that's all I'm thinking about is I see these movies and see all the things Grindelwald has done and all his powers. and like, Voldemort? Like... Didn't even do that much. Grindelwald was everywhere. He was in America. He's in Germany. He was in Asia. Austria. Like... Everywhere. You want to know where Voldemort was? England? For the whole time.
0: Oh, my God. It's just so silly.
1: Like, yeah, so... Mm, that's so dumb. We smash cut to... After this whole little scene.
0: Well, they cause the scene... Theseus... Okay, so... Grindelwald's goons roll up to this, because
1: he's hearing, been basically. Now.
0: Uh, And Theseus recognizes them and goes, "Newt, the bad people are here." And then he does—he
1: goes fucking, off book. He goes off the plan.
0: He does cop things, and he's like, "You're under arrest." You know, he's in Germany, and so he's going to do cop things from um, the American horrors for sure.
1: He's British, uh, technically.
0: That's right. Teen is the head of the American horrors. Um, He goes, you're under arrest. And then they go, "Mm, I don't think so. Didn't you just
1: hear that we were, like, cleared of everything?
0: They, like, stupefy him or whatever. And he goes...
1: And he gets arrested. And he
0: gets arrested. Uh, Newt and everyone else straight bails. Because that's what they were supposed to do. Lally rallies the gang. Jacob's like, he's
1: fucking killed all those people. I was there. Were you there? I was there.
0: Yeah, he's doing a bunch of hooting and hollering. Lally gets everybody out. And then... uh, Well, I don't, I, the next thing I remember is that we're hanging out talking to Dumbledore.
1: Well, we smash cut to Aberforth and Dumbledore having their little chat.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. And that's where we figure out, um, there, that's where we figure out that Credence is talking to Aberforth (sighs) through the mirror. Yep. Um, and then McGonagall shows up.
0: Surprise. She's not born yet, by the way.
1: The, which is my note, because I <laughs> found out...
0: <laughs>
1: I found out a thing after watching the last movie. Wait, where's that Harry Potter soapbox? I thought i put it away. Nope, gonna slam it right down again. <laughs> We're gonna slam this soapbox right back down. Well, a time what,
0: timeline? <laughs> what?
1: We're gonna talk about continuity. McGonagall is canonically born in 1935, you motherfuckers. There's no way she would have been teaching at Hogwarts!
0: I'm gonna have to do something about that. You gotta stop yelling.
1: (laughs) Me? Have you met you? Can you not yank my phone?
0: I'll just be over here till you're done.
1: Literally... Even if she was alive, because James just found out these movies take place from like 1926 to like 1945, which also we never know what year it is. So that's super fun. Um, <laughs> But even uh. if she was alive, the max age she would be in this world is 10. She wouldn't have even been to Hogwarts yet. So the fact that you're telling me that she and Albus were teaching at the same time because you thought and I thought in the last movie that was a fun little connection. Then I went on TikTok and people were like. Uh, And I was like, fuck, that's right. So, no, 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 no. You have fucked your timeline all to hell. Your continuity is fucked. The story is fucked. Your plot line is fucked. And you've literally ruined everything.
0: Is it safe to come back?
1: All I'm saying is that creators need to stop forgetting when people were born. I'm looking at you, Duffer Brothers.
0: Duffer Brothers?
1: Oh, uh, they, like, filmed a whole scene on Will's canonical birthday and then just didn't address it. Like, all the fans, after watching the last season, were like, Is it- it Will's birthday on the day Did just, like, everybody forget? How depressing is that? And the Duffer Brothers were like, Never mind. The characters didn't forget- We forgot. Oopsie. Our bad. Uh, so they retroactively went and changed, like, a calendar that was in the background that showed the day to a different
0: day. Yeah, that's awkward.
1: So, let's just, let's just, let's just remember when people are born. Okay, if you're gonna make a note of something happening on somebody's birthday or you have- pre-written canon before you write something, maybe just fact-check yourself a little bit. A little bit. It's your facts. There's no shame in going, oh, shoot, when did I say McGonagall was born again? Oh, no, she can't be in this movie.
0: No, we can't stop jerking ourselves off.
1: Um. And then we do see that there's an... Earlier we had seen that there was a message appearing on Credence's mirror... And then we see the same message, or not the same message, but the same type of message on Aberforth's mirror. And that, like, I put the two together before it was even made clear that him and Aberforth are talking. And then we are in the German Ministry of Magic with Jacob and Lolly and Newt trying to get Theseus back. And they are not going about it very well. No,
0: they're not. They're not being diplomatic at all.
1: And Jacob is so loud.
0: He's super yelly.
1: Anytime he needs to not be. Like when he's like, it's those ones! Those ones over there! They're the ones that have Newt! Yelling. The ones who have Theseus. Sorry, us. the ones that have Theseus yelling as they're trying to chase them down. Instead of, I don't know, being like, Newt. It's those guys. It's those, those guys. guys. And then like quietly following them so maybe they don't just like run away. Maybe. Um...
0: So, it's so silly.
1: It just was a lot. And then...
0: They don't get Theseus back. They end up outside.
1: Yep, they don't get him back. We get a smash cut to Grindelwald for a short scene where he basically, like... It's the scene where Yusuf shows up. Oh, and that's um, right, yeah. He... Shows up, and he's like, I'm here because I support you, even though you murdered my sister.
0: And he asks Queenie, is that right? And Queenie goes, yeah, pretty much.
1: But he is really upset about his sister, so you should probably do something about that. So Grindelwald just takes all of Yusuf's memories of his sister. Out of his head. Out of his head. Steals him, throws him on the ground. Um, Which doesn't really do anything to anyone, because Yusuf is still as stone-faced as when he had the memories. So yeah,
0: Yusuf still somehow doesn't care.
1: Um, and so, and then Grindelwald just looks over in the background at Credence and goes, and nods, and Credence just, whoo, disappears. Um, and the next time we see Credence, he's following Dumbledore.
0: Well, we have an interaction with Dumbledore first.
1: What am I missing?
0: Before Dumbledore goes walking and we find Credence following him. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're leaving the, the key group is leaving the German Ministry of Magic and a glove points to an alleyway and they follow the glove, they find Dumbledore, Dumbledore gives them the next tasks. Now the next tasks are that Lally and
1: Jacob Jacob
0: are supposed to go to this highfalutin dinner uh, and he gives them like all the things they need to get in.
1: There's going uh, to be an assassination attempt. Right.
0: There's going to be an assassination attempt, and Lally should be there because Lally's got the best defensive magic capabilities. She's the best at charms. So, great. That's them. Then the uh, Newt needs to go-
1: To the to prison the to get Theseus.
0: The, the Erkstag to get Theseus. Now, you might be asking, how does Dumbledore know all of these things? And the answer is, well.
1: The answer is- because cause Dumbledore. It's the answer to everything in the Harry Potter universe. Whenever you have a question, you can just yeah. pretty much go, because Dumbledore, and it yeah. works out.
0: Yeah, it's just, Dumbledore, blah, Dumbledore, Dumbledore. And that's the answer. So he also, in his magic hat, has all of the things that everyone needs in order to complete their next goals. So they do all that, and then... He
1: also knew, because Dumbledore... Yeah, that Theseus was going to be imprisoned because that's why he gave Theseus the tie.
0: Right, it's another thing. It's a port key. Anyway, so the they fucking, but and and also the rules of the port key don't exist. Uh,
1: that one works more like a port key than the other one does.
0: Yeah, but you have to touch it to put it on.
1: But so, port keys are set up on a time. They only go off on certain when they're supposed to.
0: Anyways. um, Which is,
1: again, why the book doesn't work. Okay, continue.
0: So, anyways. uh, Newt wants to know about his animals, and Dumbledore's like, ah, yes, they're fine. They're in
1: safe hands.
0: Disappears. Uh, We also get to see Bunty take the briefcase that does have the animals in it to a briefcase maker somewhere in Germany and be like, I need... Six of these in two days, please and thank you. Get on it, and so that happens. Um, and you know, that to me is like a oh, we got to pay homage to the time where we had Daniel Radcliffe in six different outfits. Ha ha ha. ha. Um, let's just you know, showcase Dumbledore our really does
1: recycle the same plan,
0: he plays the hits. So, playing
1: the Dumbledore hits.
0: The although this would be the first time he would play the hits, he just recycles the hits later.
1: That's what I said. I was like, this is like. The original.
0: Do you think, now that we've retroactively changed the past, that uh when Dumbledore is helping the team with Harry Potter and they're like, we gotta get him to Hogwarts, And he, do you think he went, oh, I remember a time where I had to do like nine briefcases. Let's do polyjuice for Harry. That would be great. Then I don't even have to go do a briefcase maker. I can just get everyone to look like this guy. You know what would be better? Making Harry look like anyone else. Or making everyone a different guy. Make everyone Mad-Eye Moody. That'd be more fun. Yes? (coughs) I'm dying, would you answer?
1: Um, couldn't someone, anyone really... Because Harry couldn't apparate himself, and that's the reason that they thought, like, they were like, we have to do all non-magical transportation. But we know for a fact, based on the movie that came right before that one, that an adult like Dumbledore can just hold you and apparate, and you just come with them. Or like we see people do with Jacob this entire movie. So why why couldn't we do that?
0: Also... Even if you can't apparate all the way into Hogwarts, can't you apparate to a place where there is a fireplace that has access to Hogwarts?
1: Well, even if you weren't apparating to Hogwarts, you could apparate to the borough. (laughs) Yeah. Because people apparate to the borough after they do like...
0: Anyways, the rules are stupid. All the movies have been stupid the whole time. So, everyone goes out about their tasks, and I I was like, Dumbledore is the answer to everything. And then we have Credence following Dumbledore in the streets of Germany, and then Dumbledore does CGI, and Wait. we have a- Okay.
1: Creedence following Dumbledore is some of the, like, some really good filmmaking. Like, the attention to- Now, we may, we may, while we may not be paying attention to canon, what we are paying attention to in this movie is the background. Everything flawlessly matches up from shot to shot- And not only from shot to shot, but, like, just in storyline as far as this story goes. And so watching, like, the background and seeing Credence walk all the way up. And then from Dumbledore's perspective, like, seeing Credence here. Like, just switching perspectives but still having the scene look the exact same was just really, really cool. And then they do a little...
0: They do a little duel in the
1: mirror-verse. Dumbledore does this little thing where he, like, sends this tiny little teardrop. He blows a bubble. He blows a bubble and (laughs) it goes into the glass and then bounces back and hits Credence in the face. And I literally wrote, just, I literally wrote, not even the fuck. I was like, the fuck was that? Because, like, what? Why? What? I don't know. And then, Credence attacks Dumbledore. And Credence is out of control and untrained. As we know, Like he was given a wand, but he is a very untrained wizard because he had no formal training. He was an Obscurus. Um, But Dumbledore is calm and calculated in any fight he goes into. And this one is no different. He's just very well-trained and very sure of himself. All the time.
0: He He really doesn't put forth... Any effort at all throughout the entire duel, it's super relaxed for him. And on the other side of it, you see Credence like struggle to make things
1: happen. Van large things, like he doesn't do like things that would actually hurt Dumbledore. He's just taking down like fucking roads and buildings and shit,
0: and throwing them at him.
1: Um, Dumbledore basically like shoots the obscurus out of Credence. Question mark, question mark, somehow. And then it goes back into credence? question mark, question mark, somehow.
0: Nothing makes sense. Everything is just CGI.
1: And at this point, he's like, Grindelwald lied to you.
0: You are a Dumbledore.
1: But he lied to you about being abandoned. Like, we didn't know. Yeah. If we had known, it wouldn't be like this, but we didn't. And then he uses the Deluminator. Let me get my box. Now we're just changing the way the Deluminator works because the Deluminator's whole ability is to click, lights go out, click, lights go back. That's its whole purpose, other than the like weird little ball of light that sends Ron back to Hermione. It doesn't just make the entire world disappear and you disappear into this weird little bubble or mirror world because that's basically what it did in this movie. So now we're just changing those rules, fuck this series, and fuck J.K. Rowling. Back off the soapbox. Yeah, I put it back down. Alright, sure. Um, we flashed to Newt, who is trying to get his brother out of German prison. Um, and the prison guard, there's only one, because there really only has to be one. Yep. Yeah. When you get in there, you'll see why, um... And he makes Newt give up his wand and Pick
0: and Teddy.
1: Teddy. Um and he locks Pick in a cage and I go, Pick cannot be cannot and will not be contained in anything. It's why he rides in Newt's pocket, because he doesn't want to go in the briefcase. So the fact that you think putting him in a cage is going to work very silly. But also, it was kind of really disturbing to see because this is the first time in the series where we've seen Newt be completely de-animalized. He has none of his creatures on him. He doesn't have his briefcase. He doesn't have Pick. And he doesn't have Teddy. He has no animals. And it was really eerie and it was kind of stressing me out. Yeah. As much as it was probably stressing Newt out, because I can imagine that, like, being Newt Scabander, not having a single animal on you is, like, basically... Yeah, like, I don't know if he'd even know what to do with himself. I mean, he does pretty well, because he had, like, a whole plan. And Dumbledore had a plan, so he knew, like, Pick and Teddy were going to be okay. But, like... Stressful. Um. And then we smash cut back to Grindelwald, who's rolling up to the dinner where Lolly and Jacob Jacob. are going to be.
0: Yep. Bless you. Here comes the sneeze. Here comes.
1: It stop it. (laughs) Um. And he was just hearing the crowd chant his name. And his little goon that's with him, she's like, "This isn't safe. We should go in the back entrance." And he's like, "Nah, man, roll down the window." And basically, like, gets dragged out of the car by like his followers as he's just in the crowd, like
0: having a grand old time,
1: living his best life. And I was like, Grindelwald is getting off on hearing the crowd chant his name. He is, oh yeah, in the best way possible, living his life. Um, and then there's gonna be a lot of jump cuts in this scene between the things happening at the dinner, and the things happening with Newt in the prison. So just bear with us as we jump back and forth. Uh, we jump to Newt. Newt is walking through the prison, and these creatures roll up on him, and are very... Menacing. Menacing and intimidated by Newt.
0: They're like six-inch tall little crabs, scorpion crabs.
1: Scorpions?
0: They have like s- s- three scorpion tails and like eight arms that just come up and they're like clicky clackies.
1: They only have two claws, though. Yes. They're like, doop, doop, doop. Yes, 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 Um, And Newt hesitates, but literally only for a moment before he goes, boop. And then all the crabs go,
0: boop. He just... Yeah, basically he uh, does a thing that is not magic.
1: That he learned from being a magizoologist. And he said he's never had to use before and he was glad it worked. (laughs) Which is basically like creature imitation. Yeah. And if you do it correctly, (laughs) the creatures will imitate you. And so he was just like, boop. And they were like, boop. And that was like the whole scene. (laughs) The, that was the, that whole smash cut. Was that for the scene. listeners?
0: What he did was do a half squat, stick his ass out in the air, throw both of his arms up in like claw form, claw form, like near his head, and then he started shaking his hips and shimmying back and forth. And they followed him, and that's how he was able to sort of shimmy sidestep his way to wherever his brother was, which uh, we
1: haven't d- gotten. Which, to yeah, yet. we have
0: gotten there, but he's off to find his brother. Boop boop
1: boop. Um. And I wrote my whole note about that entire scene is Newt is a fucking genius. But only about animals. Literally anything else, not so much. Animals, got it a lot. He doesn't even have to think. He's like, crazy creatures in a prison. Crab hands and swivel hips. Um, then we just smash cut back to Lolly, who is... Doing the damn thing. She's not only wrangling Jacob, but very closely monitoring this fancy dinner where an assassination attempt is going to be held. And I just wrote, can Tina never come back if we keep Lally?
0: I also wrote something similar to that. Same vein. Same vein.
1: You're just putting your phone away?
0: Oh, I don't know why. I
1: was like, how are you going to look at your notes? (laughs) I was like, you wrote something similar to that that you could tell me if you just I just
0: said, can we keep Lally and pretend Tina never existed?
1: Um... And then she's we she's
0: so sassy and fun.
1: We get the Grindelwald gang rolling up into the dinner because he's been cleared now. So why and Queenie's not? Queenie's there, and Queenie's there, and Queenie ignores Jacob entirely. And I just wrote, didn't Queenie join Grindelwald for Jacob? Yeah. Like, what the fuck happened to that?
0: Yup. Yeah. you bitch. Yeah.
1: Smash cut. Back to, uh... Crab people. Crab people. Crab people, which I did write in this note. Nice. Because um, I was <laughs> cackling. I was dying. Oh, it's so Watching funny. Eddie Redmayne...
0: Oh, it's so crab funny.
1: ...crab walk with this insane following of fucking crabs.
0: There's hundreds. Crab. Hundreds like,
1: of them. Along this thin little wall in this circular prison just shimmying along... And all the crabs are also... now well, the crabs aren't following him, like, in a line. Like, they're not marching, like, behind him. No, they are also yep. sidestep shimmying along this wall. And it was just the funniest fucking thing to watch. Um... And he finds his brother. And he starts to, like, see that the situation is a little out of hand and he's gonna need his wand. Who's sitting with his wand? Pick. Pick! So he whistles. Pick hears it and is already, like, picking lock because pick cannot be and will not be contained. Um, and so then we...
0: S- Smash cut back because it's the first time that we're gonna see Jacob, like, start to break down at the fact. That she's there? Because, okay, so here's the order, right? Can we keep Lally and pretend Tina never existed? After the start of the crab dance. Jacob, you gotta chill out, because Tina's working. And then they get Theseus down.
1: Yeah, that's where I was at, was Okay, I was just a bit behind then. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, the scene is pure gold. Because we get Theseus down. And we find out that if your light goes off...
0: A deep, deep crab thing will stab you.
1: We'll take its tail and just... From the
0: pit, because the dog is a pit, kind of.
1: Eat most of it and feed the remains to the baby crabs. Yes. So then we get Theseus down, and he's Newt shows Theseus what to do. So now we have Newt, Theseus...
0: And all the crabs.
1: And all the baby crabs all doing the crab swivel thing. James, would you please demonstrate one more all time right. for the audience just that is you, viewing August. the crab swivel thing?
0: First, you gotta drop your knees. Uh, then you got to stick your ass out straight behind you. Right? Like, uh, right? So you got to arch your back, right? And then you got to pop your arms up like so, where your back of your hands are pointed at your head. And you got to shake your ass and you got to shimmy. You got to shake your ass and you got to shimmy. You got to shake it and shimmy. All right. And it's, it's a, The swivel is important. It looks kind of silly, but it's all about the swivel. You feel me? You don't feel me. You're not here. But it's all about the swivel. And it's important because Theseus can't fucking swivel correctly. And we make fun of it for it. But only for a little bit of time. Because we have a half hour left and we haven't fucking left the cave.
1: All right. So all I wrote about this whole scene with that demonstration from James is the scene is pure gold. The music they were playing... (coughs) The coaching of Newt trying to coach Theseus on how to do the swivel properly. The physical comedy of watching both Newt and Theseus do this crab shimmy. The slight tension because every once in a while a light would go out somewhere in the prison and the crab tail would attack. Or the scorpion tail. It was just pure filmmaking gold. It hit all the right notes in all the right order. It was so perfectly timed. Ten out of ten. Um, then we smash cut back to the assassination
0: Where there dinner. are actually two assassins. One is there to assassinate Santos, who is a candidate for this faux pas election.
1: Who's a very ominously evil guy that goes unnoticed by Jacob, who's literally been sitting at the dinner, accusing everyone. ...of being an assassin. He only he,
0: accuses the Norwegian Minister of He accuses
1: Magic. three other people and he keeps going to Lolly and be like, that one, that one, that one. And I did miss that. So he is just accusing everyone of being an assassin except for the very ominous man that looks like he could be an assassin. And then Lolly sees the very obvious man who looks like he could be an assassin and goes to stop him... And Jacob, being unattended, marches over to Gellert Grindelwald.
0: Because you know what? Man's been to war. Let's fucking rumble with this guy, right?
1: And he goes over to Grindelwald and is like, let her go with his little...
0: He draws a wand, dude.
1: His little cantripped wand that he got.
0: Lally stops an assassination attempt in this moment.
1: In the time where Yell- or where Jacob's yelling at Grindelwald, not only does Lolly stop an assassination attempt, but make it look and, like, control Jacob's wand from where she is and, like, has him doing things, stopping an assassination attempt, making, like, puppet strings go out through the room, readying a portkey. Like, she is doing so many things so quickly, and she might be one of the best witches I've ever seen
0: top. She looked like maybe a little bit of effort, like maybe a little bit.
1: She looked a little stressed there at the end where Jacob was having trouble running up like page steps to touch her so they could both get out by the portkey.
0: Yeah. But, but like the prep phase, which is the most important phase. No, I would she argue, was just standing there going done. Easy peasy. Um, yeah, that scene was super cool. Uh, Dumbledore is smarter than everyone. It was a hell of an escape. Jake was the best part of the movie.
1: Oh, we didn't talk about the tie.
0: We so do not have time.
1: Well, okay, the tie was important because he told Theseus to wear the tie. And then when Theseus got in prison, he the guard maker took the tie. And that's ba- one of the other ways that Teddy and Pick break out is because he's holding on to the tie. And Dumbledore's too fucking smart because he knew that Teddy was going to be attracted to the shiny thing on the tie. Mm-hmm and, like, be pulling it, and that was going to knock the guard out somehow. Like, it was just, oh, Dumbledore's so fucking smart. Um, this prison breakout scene continues to be some of the best filmmaking I've ever seen. Newt is faring far better than his brother at doing this, at all of these things. Because now the big giant thing is attacking them because their light went out. And Newt is dodging and dipping and, like, avoiding. And Theseus is just kind of getting flung about places. Um,
0: yeah, it's rough. It's rough out here in these underground tunnels.
1: But they get out. They get out of prison. Um, and everybody ends up at Hogwarts.
0: This movie is a heap of nothing. And the hip swivel dance and Jacob saying things.
1: That's what the movie is. We're at Hogwarts and Lolly is there and Jacob is there and Lolly greets Newt. And Theseus and was like, what took you so long? And they're like, we had some complications. And she's like, we also had some complications. Here's your update. Grindelwald's running for the ruler of the wizarding world.
0: And also Jacob kind of tried to uh, uh, assassinate him.
1: Yeah. Oopsies. Um, We s- look over at Jacob, who's sitting amongst these <laughs> young wizards, eating... Talking about his super cool wand. And Jacob is just the best part of this fucking movie. It's just so
0: good. It's so good in every way.
1: And then he he's like, hey, and, like, greets everybody. He's like, they've just got, like, little pint-sized wizards running about this place. And I was like, is that what a school is? Is that what a school is, Jacob? We just have pint-sized beings running around? Like, he acted yeah. like he didn't understand what a school was for a minute. I was like, yeah. They- he doesn't know. So this is what school was like is. The
0: Slytherin boys gave me some of these cool candies.
1: And he shows them to Newt, and it's like, I've never been a fan of cockroach clusters, but I heard Honeydukes is the best.
0: And he glares at the Slytherin kids who laugh because Slytherin is canonically evil.
1: Slytherin's great. Shut up.
0: Canonically evil.
1: Slytherin is great. Canonically. Shut up. Evil. Um.
0: That was more mischievous, though.
1: They talk to Dumbledore. Dumbledore gives them, like, the next set of things. He's like, oh, yeah, well, the plans weren't supposed to go perfectly. Because perfect plans don't exist. And I was like, fucking Dumbledore. That's such a Dumbledore shit. Like, fucking, ah!
0: And then they, he shows them where the election's going to happen, and then he's like, we're gonna we're set up in Hogsmeade, and- My gonna, brother will take I'll care of you. I'll meet you there if you need anything. McGonagall's here. Uh, where we name-drop McGonagall again, who shouldn't be alive. Uh-
1: And then we go to Aberforth's place. Who's
0: pissed off because, of course, he is.
1: Because he's not only had to babysit Bundy.
0: But now he's got to babysit everybody.
1: And he's also got all of Newt's animals there. So it's just been a time because Aberforth has been watching the case. Um, It should also be canonically known that Aberforth does not like his brother.
0: Not even a little.
1: So the fact that his brother's just making him do all this shit is really not great for him. Um, and then we get the plot about the Chilling, which is that the Chilling in the past, was used to elect the leaders of the Wizarding World because basically they can tell who is pure of heart and will bow to that person, and that person used to lead the Wizarding World. Um, can, I really feel like we should just go back to letting the Chilling choose leaders, and also, can I get one of those for America? Not me, the person, although I do want one. The country of America. I feel like we should just let chillin' choose all the leaders. Um. Dumbledore uh, is talking to his brother, and Newt overhears it. And they're talking about, and this is where we find out that Credence is Aberforth's son. But no one really knew that because the mother was taken away. And Dumbledore says a line that he's like, maybe if I had been a better friend, a better brother, Aberforth would have confided in me and we could have stopped this whole thing from happening. Credence wouldn't be an Obscurus. And I was like, translation, if the power of boners wasn't a thing, I might not have been such a shitty ass brother. Yeah. but I wasn't fucking obsessively in love with Gellert Grindelwald back in the day, maybe this whole fucking war wouldn't be happening.
0: Then we get the oopsie-daisy... when we get to talk to Newt and Dumbledore, where it's revealed that uh, Credence has been sending messages to Aberforth uh, and vice versa, and uh, we get a little bit of background on Ariana Dumbledore, who also was an obscurous, and maybe died at the hands of Dumbledore, but... Uh.
1: But also might have died at the hands of Aberforth. It's never been really made clear. We just know she died in that fight.
0: There was a fight, because the brothers hate each other. And it's great. Um, Smash got to Grindelwald being weird.
1: Grindelwald being weird, taking a bath. <laughs> in all his clothes! In all his clothes, with the dead chilling. It's so
0: fucking weird. Like...
1: Uh, while people watch
0: voldemort did weird shit but like this is some weird shit
1: but then we find out in this weird little bathtub that grindelwald just has the power to resurrect things they may not be like the same it's kind of like the resurrection stone they don't come back like the full same but they still has the power to resurrect things and i was like that was like voldemort's whole mission that's yeah. all I wanted to do.
0: Yeah, Grindelwald could do it already, so... And
1: I just wrote, uh, for the second time, Voldemort's a fucking little bitch compared to Grindelwald. Yeah. Um. Grindelwald gets pissed at Credence because Credence failed to assassinate Dumbledore.
0: And also did not recognize that there was a second chillin'. Yep. Which is why we have to resurrect this one now.
1: And we see for the first time that Credence doesn't really want this life anymore. He doesn't want to be there.
0: He's not He's not pleased with getting pushed around by Grindelwald.
1: He, and if you... Uh, the message that he left on the mirror for Aberforth in the last scene was that I want to come home. So, he really just wants to, like, go have a family. That's all Credence has ever wanted, is to have a fucking family. Um,
0: I, I also made a note. I said, Credence has to get away from this weird fucking guy.
1: And then we... Cut to Dumbledore's big, big, big plan, which is the five briefcases.
0: Yep. Now we're going to the election, folks.
1: And the five briefcases, one of them holds the chillin, and everybody's going to take a briefcase, and nobody knows what the right briefcase is. Except the person who does. Which is the person who Dumbledore told was the right briefcase, who is Bundy.
0: Bunty has the chillin. Let's make it known now. For the end of this movie... Bunty has the chillin' in the briefcase. That is correct.
1: And nobody, even Newt, cannot tell what is the real briefcase, because Dumbledore asks him. Right. So everybody takes a briefcase and Dumbledore divides them into teams. And he says, Jacob, you're with me. And I wrote, Jacob and Dumbledore, this is the fucking dressing team. Like it's the best. I could watch Jacob and Dumbledore do shit the rest of this movie. I not- love it. Um we also then get a scene of the quote-unquote election where they're holding a chillin, and it starts to click in my head that I was like, oh, Grindelwald, fuck with that chillin, because they're like, we're going to have the chillin walk up to the right candidate, and then you guys get to vote based on that. Like you, The chillin doesn't pick who rules, but it has a- No, no,
0: the chillin does pick who rules.
1: No, they vo- still vote, because he says, he's like, the chillin chose, now you, cho- now you choose. So they and then they shoot it up in the air, the color that they oh, want. Oh,
0: okay, I see, I see, I see. Um,
1: so the Chilling, they're like, we're gonna show the Chilling who's the purest creature. Everybody knows the stories. They're gonna walk up to the person, and then you can vote based on that. Um, and I was like, oh, Grindelwald did something. To the Chilling when it br- he brought it back to life.
0: Yep. Also, did you notice that Vogel was the guy who's currently the leader of the Wizarding World was in the background? Yeah. Uh, when he did the resurrection in the bathtub.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Grindelwald has a lot of bitches.
0: Grinwald's got a shitload of bitches.
1: Is my next note, because as we disperse into this convoluted Dumbledore plan of the many briefcases, and everyone's walking around this election space with all the briefcases, so the it's, real-
0: It's like a, uh, 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 what is the, um, it's, it's in a different setting, but you know those, like, marketplaces where there's just houses on houses and streets on streets with, like, corrugated Metal for roofs and it's like kind of like the slums kind of in like Colombian shit. Do you, do you know of which I speak? Have you seen uh? Fuck, why am I blanking on it? Uh, fuck, it's this cop. It's a cop movie with Will Smith. Fuck. Fuck! I, I need you to say things.
1: I really wish I could help you out, but I've got God nothing. God it.
0: it's, it's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, and they do fucking cop stuff. Uh, sh- fuck. Useless. Useless you
1: are. Anyways, Grindelwald has a lot of bitches, so the whole idea is that they are going to distract the bitches while the main suitcase gets to the... Election, but the idea is that everyone is trying to get to the election because no one has no-
0: bad boys,
1: no one knows who has the main suitcase. Um, and so we see a bunch of those scenes Theseus and Lolly get caught pretty quickly, uh,
0: and they do a bunch of magic.
1: Dumbledore just ditches Jacob and he's like, You'll be fine, have faith in yourself,
0: ditch the briefcase if you need
1: toodaloo. He's like, by the way, you don't have the Quillin, so at the first side of trouble, just yeet <sniffs> that thing, go. Um, The chillin'. I said Quillen again. The chillin'. <laughs> um, we get this scene of Newt getting caught, and this is where some of the be- filmmaking of this movie, like this, the cinematography and actual film direction of this movie is fucking gold. Because we see Newt trapped by these two bad guy cronies of um, Grindelwald. Grindelwald's, and then we just see... In the background, this blurry, but definitely you can tell it's Jacob figure walk by. And then we focus in, because then Jacob walks back and he's like,
0: Mm.
1: Huh. And then he just...
0: He assaults those guys.
1: Physically. (laughs) Smashes
0: them with his own briefcase.
1: And I was like, wizards never see physical attacks coming. They're not used to them.
0: They really aren't prepared to get punched in the mouth. I mean, it happened to fucking little asshole, and it'll happen to you too
1: uh i kept writing dumbledore is the best because this plan is great uh we get this sweet cheesy romantic line and moment between queenie and jacob where he was like because jacob dumbledore told jacob he had a full heart and he's talking to queenie in this brief moment where queenie's like you gotta run and he's like you know dumbledore said my heart was full he said it was a f- good heart it was full but he was wrong because there will always be room for you and i was like Damn, that was the cheesiest, most moronic line. And then I wrote, Jacob can have me if he wants. He literally would just say shit like that. I'd be like, okay, I'll I'll go live with you in New York in your bakery, sir. Um, we get to the election and they do the chillin' scene.
0: And the chillin' kneels to Grindelwald, duh.
1: Because he fucked with it and they, the people vote and they vote for Grindelwald and I wrote, I stand with Santos and Kowalski goes no, like, that's not it it doesn't look right, that doesn't even look like the creature and then Grindelwald is like this is the kind of people this is the man who tried to assassinate me muggles, racism meh Cruciatus, is Jacob
0: and everyone goes, ooh
1: Everyone goes, ooh, but doesn't do anything, because Grindelwald was just elected, like, ruler of the Wizarding World, so what the fuck are they gonna do? Um, and then Newt's like, no, there were two! And Grindelwald was like, prove it! And Newt was like,
0: ah. Uh, and then Bunty rolls up with a briefcase.
1: Bunty is the character that I constantly forget in this movie exists. Yep. Until the plot's like, hey, remember her? And I'm like, hey, Bunty! Um... She has the real briefcase. She has the entire time. And she will not stop having the real briefcase because Dumbledore is the best. The real chilling comes out. It goes and picks Santos. Credence steps up because he sees that Grindelwald's about to just shoot the Valdicadava curse at Santos. So Credence squares up to take the hit.
0: No, no, Credence squares up with Grindelwald before the curse gets thrown.
1: That's right.
0: Grindelwald throws it at Credence in a moment of losing his cool and being so frustrated.
1: Regardless, there are three Dumbledores, Credence, Aberforth, and Albus. Albus and Aberforth's defense spells match in front of Credence to block Grindelwald's killing curse. Um, and it was in slow motion and it's like, I don't know, it's the first time we've seen like a slow motion spell happen. And I thought it was really cool. So, right, so I wrote slow motion spells are tight. Um, and then Grindelwald and Dumbledore, Albus Dumbledore fight. It's the shortest fucking fight. It could have been a a really cool scene.
0: Speedy duel.
1: I could have done with a lot less of the politics and a lot more Gellert, Grindelwald, and Albus Dumbledore fight. Maybe we'll get some of that in the next movie. I don't know. But it was really quick, fast, and they have this little, like, intense moment where they're, like, both have their wands pointed at each other, but their hands on each other's hearts- and it's was just wrote, remember when we were in love, Grindelwald? Like, remember? Do you remember when we were in love? They're,
0: they're just, like, hands on each other's chest, and you, like, hear the heartbeat, and you're like, that's some dumb shit. And
1: James, like, was, like, gay, and I was, like, literally, because they are having a very intense love moment. Um, and then the pendant breaks. Now, remember, Grindelwald and Dumbledore aren't supposed to be allowed to move on each other at all. And then they had this fight, and then the pendant breaks, and I have no answers as to the hows or whys, and you cannot explain it to me in a way that fucking makes sense.
0: Nope, it's dumb. Doesn't make sense. It's supposed to be the thing that you can't like you you, you aren't supposed to be able to break that.
1: It's like the it's like the unbreakable curse. Like yeah. or the unbreakable vow. You can't. If you break it, you die. Like that's just that's just the, that's, that's just what just it, it is. Goes. It's a blood oath. It's how it is. So We cut over to Aberforth, who's holding his son. And Credence is like, did you ever think about me? And Aberforth goes, always. And I literally was (laughs) like, you can't use that line.
0: Well, you can, because they wrote it before.
1: No one gave you the right to use the Snape line. That is Snape's line. They
0: wrote it. They wrote it. It's their line.
1: No other Harry Potter characters can say always. We're done with that shit. It was Snape's. We're going to leave it with Snape's. Um, no one gave you the right to use that line.
0: Oh my god. Uh, we're starting to wrap up the movie. It's so dumb. It's so dumb, dude.
1: And at this point- Nothing happened. At this point, I write the line that there were not many secrets in this movie for being the secrets of Dumbledore. You want to know how much I learned about Dumbledore in this movie? Nothing. I knew everything that happened to Dumbledore in this movie because we already knew it, so there weren't many secrets of Dumbledore.
0: Well, if you think about it, the whole plot of the good guys- were the secrets of Dumbledore? He didn't say anything to anyone, but said everything to everyone, and therefore, all of the plan was a secret that Dumbledore invented. So, kind of secrets of Dumbledore.
1: And the one secret that we want to know the answer to, which Newt asks, is like, how'd you how did how the pendant break?
0: And Dumbledore, and Dumbledore gives answer. the
1: answer of like, let's just call it fate. And I was like, wow, we're just really going to yada yada the fuck out of this fucking blood oath plot line we had that's really important to the rest of the entire fucking Harry Potter world but yeah sure fate
0: dude this whole mo- okay so the whole movie is just nothing at no point in time are we ever worried about a main character at no point in time is a main character in danger at no point in time is it likely that a main character will die at no point in time is there even a legitimate threat to a main character because there's never, like, no one even gets hurt. No one gets injured. Like, nothing bad happens the whole time. It's it's kind of ridiculous.
1: It's also like, really hard. nothing happens. It's really hard with prequels, I feel like, because you know how it ends. Yeah. You know Dumbledore's not going to die. You know Grindelwald ends up in Azkaban and is still alive. You know Newt, what Newt goes on to do. Like, it's hard. Sequels have a hard time because... And that's part of the problem that we're running into is because we we know everything. We know the plot. We know what happens.
0: Um, it just, It's just so disappointing.
1: We... The movie ends on the wedding of Queenie and Jacob, and we get these really sweet moments between the two of them, which is still illegal. Lolloops. By the way. Um, we see Tina.
0: Who doesn't even look like Tina.
1: She has a different hairstyle, probably because the actress grew her hair out or some nonsense. And it really changes her entire face, like, drastically. Um, it's definitely still her, but, wow. Um, Newt and Dumbledore have this little chat in the street. And it's during this little chat where we see a lot of Newt's, like, little ticks and things that he has, um, which we've talked about before, the fact that Newt probably is somewhere on the spectrum. Um, we see that, like, in his, like, all of his mannerisms, and I just wrote that Eddie Redmayne is a really good actor. Like, this might be a shit series, it has its moments, but overall is a shit series by most accounts of the Wizarding World community. Um, but Eddie Redmayne's a really fantastic actor, and he brings a lot of life he puts into Newt, and every little thing he does, every little head tilt, every eye catch, everything he does is just really great. And we do... See this line echo back that Grindelwald told Dumbledore, which is "You will f- who's going to love you now? You will forever be alone." And I wrote, "You know, Grindelwald is not."
0: He didn't say you will forever be alone. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He said, "Who will love you now, Dumbledore?" And then he fell off the top.
1: He said, "You will be alone." That he didn't say forever, but he did say you will be alone.
0: Yeah, maybe because
1: that's, that's yeah. the big theme of this movie is that the Dumbledores are alone. Right. Um. And I was like, Grindelwald's not wrong, though, because Dumbledore, from this moment on, after losing Grindelwald and that whole romance, has been and will continue to be for the rest of his life.
0: All by himself. Alone. A sad little lone boy.
1: And that sucks. And you kind of start to see, like, the sadness of that as he doesn't go into the wedding and as he's kind of has to stay on the outside but that's the life Dumbledore chose. And he that did. is the end of the series up until this point.
0: We get two more movies.
1: We won't be doing a Harry Potter podcast for quite some time.
0: Probably two years. Thereabouts. <laughs> yeah, that's how long it's going to take him to make another one. Um, we have to write some shitty sequel.
1: Next time, if you weren't here last time...
0: The Gentleman... Will
1: be The Gentleman... Ah! We got That's gonna a, be fucking great. We got a double pick from our lovely chat person, Green Gorilla, who used his points to guarantee himself another two weeks of movies. The last time he did this, I think, was Night's Tale and Sahara. Yep. So next week we'll be watching his other pick of the gentleman. So Matthew
0: McConaughey's spy kind of movie. It's fun. It's good. It's a good movie. I like it.
1: We'll see. Until then.
0: It's plot makes more sense than this one.
1: Goodbye.
0: Goodbye.